0: Welcome to the Keeping It Real Estate Podcast
1: with Sean and of course me, Stephanie.
0: What's going on guys? We are back from Vegas. We are back in
1: action hey guys vegas
0: was awesome
1: it was a blast
0: i have one thing to say viva la vega i
1: don't think that's how it goes Uh, viva las vegas yeah we didn't say that
0: (laughs) vegas was awesome we are back uh that was a long day that was a long traveling day it was what we flew out from philly landed in dallas had another three-hour flight from dallas
1: it was like six hours on the plane alone, not including, and then three hour driving time. But yeah, but not even including like getting into the airport, getting out of the airport, TSA.
0: Yeah, it was
1: food and all that trying to.
0: It's a long it day out. of traveling. That was a good nine hours, I would say. Traveling in it was general stressful, but it was so worth it. Vegas was awesome. Speaking of which, we have uh, highlights. Our highlights on our Instagram profile. If you're not connected with us, um, especially mine. At the Sean Anthony, What? especially
1: yours. Well, my my wow. highlights are cool. My, my highlights are just as know, cool as I'm yours. I know, just kidding.
0: But seriously, though, you can actually um, go through the, both of our highlights and see everything that we did. And if you're planning a four day trip to Vegas, it's I mean, we did some cool stuff, and you could easily follow along just from that instead of figuring it out.
1: You can basically do anything you could possibly think of in Vegas. You can't.
0: Nothing's illegal nothing literally like murder
1: yeah.
0: murder is the only thing
1: you can you rent could think. anything you can think of you can pay to do anything you can think of yeah you could do lots of stuff
0: there it's super weird like and even like you walk the streets with an alcoholic beverage in your hand
1: i was just gonna say the best part is they have margarita and daiquiri places on the way everywhere you go and you can just you can
0: like go in shopping
1: shop, drink your daiquiri <laughs> hang, out, hang, on the hang the out yeah just walk around it's great
0: we, re- we rented some uh, Lambos. A lot of people were like, we we're going to the Hoover Dam, right? And we're mm-hmm. like, well, do we take an Uber to the Hoover Dam or do we rent a taxi? No, you, you rent do- the Lambos, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, they had lots of cool things that you could rent, too. Like not only Lambos, you could rent like those three wheel spider Bugatti. things. You know what I mean? Those spider things, the three wheel yeah. like, exotic yeah. things. But yeah, they had all sorts of different things that you could rent guns oh my gosh we oh. have to shoot a sniper rifle best thing ever it was so cool. cool
0: we shot a 50 cal stephanie's got a really cool uh video of her in slow-mo shooting it and it blew like her hair
1: it was pretty awesome best experience ever
0: range 702 i shot a tommy gun fully auto it's funny too because they let you shoot one or two and then they flip the fully auto switch and they're like okay you know just if it, if it hurts let them, loose. <laughs> let them loose i just <laughs> held the trigger down and i was like
1: Blah, 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 blah.
0: And it bruised my, bruised my shoulder. It hurt. Pansy. Pansy. <laughs>
1: you're
0: pansy. So, uh, we recorded a sweet vlog, guys. Um, it's going to be released on the tenth. Uh, I think I talked to the videographer today. We're trying to have it released by six p.m. on our YouTube channel. If you're not following us on YouTube, uh, check it out. It's under mine, so it's just Sean S e a n r middle initial, and then Anthony. And you can follow all of our um, cool videos that we post. That's everything with real estate and vlog related. And we did uh, Jethro, our videographer, we took him with us in, to Vegas and he got everything that we're talking about on video. And it's probably going to be a 15 to 20 minute vlog, and it will be released this Sunday, 6 p.m. ten. Anything else we're forgetting to talk about that we did in Vegas? What about the sky thing? The high... The
1: the stratosphere?
0: The stratosphere. No, no. That was the top of the world. What was the other thing? The high roller. Oh,
1: the high roller. That's that like was sweet. iconic. Like something that you have to do if you go to Vegas. I'm scared shitless. Don't mm-hmm. mind my language here. But it was really scary. It was really cool to see out over like the city at the night. Like at night You got to do it at
0: night. Um, the coolest
1: thing is that it takes you 30 minutes to get from the bottom all the way back to that same spot on the bottom to go all the way around scariest part is just don't look at the little ball that you're in like don't look at where it's connected (laughs) to for whatever reason it makes it look so much worse so but the views were incredible um it was really cool
0: so the theme of this vlog is people in we're getting a lot of questions of who was who was sean and stephanie before sean and stephanie were in real estate so, we're going to jump into a little bit of background. We're going to be pretty transparent. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys and tell you exactly who I was. And I believe Stephanie is going to be doing the same thing. So, um, Stephanie, why don't you start? Uh, before you met me and th- even thought real estate was in your career, first of all, I'd be curious anybody that's listening to this podcast, comment, send me a direct message somewhere. Have you, if, has anybody that's listening to this planned to go into real estate in high school? Because I've never heard of someone say, I'm a high schooler, I'm a senior, and I'm going to do real estate unless I was an SOB, son of a broker. I don't think anybody that I've ever talked to has said that real estate just kind of happens somewhere in your 20s. Anyway,
1: Stephanie,
0: (laughs) uh, what's your background before real estate was in the books for you?
1: So little funny story. I didn't even really know what real estate, like being a real estate agent was um, before all of this. I remember being at a friend's house and there was a lock box on the front door. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's a lock box. I'm like, but for what? Like we <laughs> just let people in our house to show it. Like what? <laughs> so who am I? Um, I used to work for a Time Warner Cable as a call center representative, which was the worst job of my entire life. Um, I don't want to bash them, but it was not for me, not somewhere I wanted to be. So
0: What'd you do in the call center? You were a Time Warner Cable. So if my internet stopped working, I called you and said, put away your bag of Cheetos, Stephanie, and get my internet working.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then I would, I would, I was a customer service rep. So I took care of billing, tr- troubleshooting, fixing things, sending out technicians, all of that.
0: Did you really oh. get calls like that, though? People like super mean to you on the Absolutely, phone?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It was the worst time of my life. <laughs> I, Felt like I was like sitting in a jail cell working there. Um,
0: you developed some anxiety too, didn't you?
1: Yeah. So it got to me pretty bad and gave me a lot of anxiety. Funny thing is, is, as soon as I left Time Warner and stopped working there, probably within a month or two, my anxiety was completely gone. And it was to the point where like I had serious breakdowns because of that job. So thankfully, I know that was why, and I don't have it anymore, which it's, is good.
0: So real estate pulled you out of your anxiety- written yes. job because yeah. you were helping other people and just loving what you do
1: right exactly so I guess to jump forward a little bit after that I was actually going through the background stage portion of becoming a corrections officer um because ultimately I wanted to be like in the police force I wanted to be a cop this
0: Does- <laughs> these are the exact stories I'm talking about like when you get in a, out of high school no one says I'm going to be a realtor yeah you're like you're a call center rep now you're a correctional officer and then somehow you landed in sales like
1: well, yeah, well <laughs> I guess going back when I was in college I actually went to college for business management and I wanted to start my own business um weirdly in auto body so <laughs> there's okay. that a correctional officer um, now we're
0: in auto body
1: yeah so that was what I went to college for didn't know like you said anything about real estate and then like out of college, I've always worked sales jobs. Like I worked at Verizon in sales for like six years, and then um, I worked as like a beauty consultant in sales too, and sold. Makeup so now and you're
0: stuff. in makeup. You're all over the well, spectrum, dog. It
1: was makeup first, then Verizon for the longest time, and then that's when I went to Time Warner. And then while at while being at Time Warner is when I got into going to be corrections officer and going through that whole process. And then that's what I was going to do until I started doing admin work. You as a realtor, or right. you know what I mean, in real estate, and that's when it just made sense to get licensed.
0: Because you were seeing, like, okay, well, if I'm gonna do this much and be invested, and you're like, why not get licensed?
1: Yeah, I pretty much knew the ins and outs of it, so it's like, why wouldn't I get licensed? Um, and then just start selling or you know what I mean? Yeah, ah. Ah. <laughs> I <did it. laughs>
0: what you know what I mean? We in step so guys. If you've been listening to us for a while, watching our videos, I have an annoying tick that goes, (laughs) you ready? Are you ready? Right before anything happens, are you ready? You ready? I say it all the time. Stephanie's tick is, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) No, I don't you know what I mean, (laughs) you know what I mean? We promised
0: each other it wouldn't happen, but I knew it wouldn't go that far. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) So that's it. So
1: yeah, so now I'm in real estate. I did pass my exam on the first try. Unlike oh, someone. She's going to have
0: me. That pun's <laughs> always going to be there. I failed three times, twice. The third time was a charm. But I failed the two first times by one, both times. It's like, really? That's that horrible. one question?
1: Yeah. I, I had to drive myself, home? Yeah, I told myself I was not driving back out that far just to take this test well, again. And well, shit, I it. told
0: myself that too, but it didn't work.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know. But I'm so so thankful that I did pass on the first try, so...
0: And then the third time was a charm for me. So that's it for you, right? That's your yeah, story. That's, and you're sticking to it? That's
1: pretty much it.
0: All right. Not too much. What did um well, first of all, you got into real estate because you had met me through mutual friends and we started seeing each other. And then I was like, Stephanie, you hate your job, right? I was just literally living your job because I had a similar job. And I before I quit, I remember being in her same spot. I'm like, listen, you should just get you should just start helping me out and I'll pay you probably way less than you're making there. But you, at least you can work from home and just kind of, you know, do everything with me. Right. Yes. The house started. I remember actually borrowing that hundred dollars from you. You remember that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Anyway, so let's back up. Sean before real estate and chime in anywhere you want to, because this is probably going to be an elongated process. Um, Give
1: us the short version. Well, the
0: short version, okay.
1: The short, quick
0: version. So I won't go too far back. The job immediately that I had before real estate was a uh, call collection center. I was the guy that called you and all your relatives around the world in Alaska um, using um, InnoVis, which was uh, credit bureau reports, and I called you and your relatives if you were a debtor, which we call the, you're, you're defaulted on your student loans. You haven't made a payment and, or you blew them on your, (laughs) whatever you were blowing your student loan money on. I was the guy that called you because you weren't set up with a payment plan. And if you weren't set up on a payment plan and you purposely avoided us and I found where you worked at your job, we could garnish your wages. And then you'd call back in really upset and say, Oh my God, Why are you taking my money? I said, well, because you've been ignoring me for a long time. Anyway, I'm not really proud of that job. It uh, was—I learned some cold calling experience from it, but other than that, it was a high stress job. That was my point. Is I developed a line of anxiety too. It's kind of funny how me and Stephanie met because it was a high anxiety job too. You know, most of the people on there were probably subscribed Xanax to um, just—it's just you know—you had people. You had people calling you names all day long. You had people um is a high high stressful because of that and you had goals to hit. So if you didn't hit your monthly goals, and you would get written up. So there's there's just a lot of the job was good. I met a lot of cool people in the job. I really did, but it just wasn't for me. I just I I did not like it. So my uncle asked me to we went out to breakfast on the weekend and he said, "Sean, why aren't you doing real estate? Why don't you try this out? I've been doing it for 10 years part-time. I have no interest in going full-time just as my hobby, but it could be your ticket out. So I did that. I'm like, well, what do I got to lose? So I fast-forward, um, got signed up for the classes, took the class, and... Um, failed twice on the actual national on my way back to the third time. Like I cannot fail this three times, third time a charm. And of course I passed with flying colors the third time. Cause I just knew the knew the stuff. And, um, two weeks after that, that was at the very, very end of 15, I believe in May I received the license. So at the end of 15, I ended up giving my two weeks to my boss. And I said, I'm out, man, I can't do this anymore. Obviously I'm a licensed realtor. Got so many laughs. I people, you know, there were so many people that made jokes like, haha, good luck, fail rates 87%. Good luck, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I remember the next day after I get my two weeks, I finished my 10 o'clock break. I walked into the office and I said, I'm done, bro. I'm out of here. He, he, he said, <laughs> he laughed at me. He said, Well, what do you mean you're burning your bridge? So you realize if you leave after your two weeks, you're not going to get a positive review. You'll never be allowed back, blah, blah. I said, Yep. I'm done. I'm not coming back. There's, there's a sink or swim mentality. And that day I quit. I forgot to leave my badge on the table uh, on my way out. And I went and door knocked a hundred homes because I was so determined on just getting my face in front of people and succeeding. And I remember quitting and looking at my bank account, sitting in a car that I literally couldn't afford. And I had $199 and 30 cents in my bank account. And I'm like, uh, I just quit my job. I don't have any vacation time to pay for, and I have a five hundred and eighty seven dollar car payment due in three days. That wasn't smart, Sean. Why'd you quit your job? You're gonna go freaking bankrupt at twenty four or whatever however old I was. I think it was twenty four. Did you do the similar is that similar to you? Did you were you like living paycheck to paycheck too?
1: Um, like when I was at Time Warner. Yeah. Well, when I was at Time Warner, I, I also, so I worked full-time at Time Warner and then I also worked like over, like between full-time and part-time at mm-hmm. the college as well. So.
0: So you had a little bit of spare money. Yeah. Not me. Help. As yeah. soon as it got in my pocket, I it was gone. Whether it was for some alcohol. kind of bill. <laughs> um, yes, I did. I was an avid bar goer every Friday and Saturday night. I feel like I spent too much money on alcohol and just dancing and having fun and living out of my means. But, but you know, what's funny now, now that I do have the money, I'm very like frugal with it. It's weird. Anyway, let's finish the story. Um, hundred dollars in my account, sit in my car. I'm like, Oh wow, this was stupid. What did I just do? Got in my car, knocked on all those doors. And then I went home at the end of the night, fell asleep, woke up in the morning. I'm like, well, I still have $99 in my account and I have no source of income. I have a real estate license, but if I get a house under contract today, which I had no listings or anything, um, I could probably pay my bills in 60 days when I actually get the check. So I didn't really think that through. So I called mom. I called dad. I called grandma. I called great-grandma. And um, even went to my boss, my, my new broker at the point when I, where I hang, hung my license. And I'm like, uh, I need help. I got like $1,500 worth of bills and $100 in my account. Can someone please help me? Grandma stepped up first, then mom and dad eventually, and uh, my broker at at some point in there somewhere gave me some cash. But what I'm saying is it took 60 days with like zero money. finally got my first closing and, um, you know, was able to save money from there. Lived really cheap, ate ramen noodles. It was a pretty, like, it was a struggle, man. And our family didn't come for money either. So when I'm saying my family members, like, borrowed, let me borrow money, it wasn't like five grand. It was like $20 here and there, literally just to get by gas to get to my next appointment. So, um, a lot of people see me now and see these vlogs and see us traveling to Vegas, having a great time. But three years ago, they just didn't really understand where our life was. And I remember it with Stephanie too, because there's a point where guys dating my girlfriend and borrowing money from your girlfriend, like, you know how emasculating that feels when I have to go to my girlfriend that's unemployed herself now because she's quit her job and say, hey, uh, I need gas money to get to my next appointment because uh, I'm broke. And she says, well, my unemployment comes in in like two days. I guess I can give you a hundred dollars of that and eat grilled cheeses for the next week. It was really crazy. And now that I think back of it, like, how we really made it, quote-unquote. And I don't feel like I've made it. I'm just saying, like, made it out of the struggle.
1: But you're in a better place than you were that then. Is so, in a sense, yeah, made it to a better place than you were before. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying, like, look at me. I'm a baller. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just <laughs> like saying, I like, made it made out
0: of the struggle, man. Yeah. Like I like I said, I didn't come from – my both of my parents made, like, mid-20s their whole life. I think – um you know, we, we lived, we grew up poor. I remember wearing like, uh, I used to get picked on in school because I had the, the off brand like shorts in gym class. I didn't have those Nikes or Adidas or anything. And it was just, uh, yeah, we did, we're poor. We didn't, we didn't come up from a lot of money. So it's, uh, just crazy to see how this whole thing unfolded. But my point here is like the perseverance, you know, taking the test three times, making it happen. The thought of mentality of, sink or swim like i want this i want this because it makes me happy i want to be in control of my own life speaking of my mama she's calling right now i can't you know what hold on hold on guys hi mom i hi, hey hey I, I love you i i'm doing well but we're recording our podcast right now and i have to call you right back i just want, didn't want you to think i was ignoring you i actually was talking about you on the podcast about you lending me money <laughs> Culture, right? Yep, you're on the podcast right now. <laughs> All right, well I'll let you go. You call me back when you're done, okay? All right, love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. So, um yeah. It's kind of crazy. That was the background, a background a very sim like short version of my background and Stephanie's background of where we kind of came up. Do you remember that though? Do you remember looking in both of our bank accounts sitting in your bed? You doing admin work for closings and me borrowing, robbing Peter to pay Paul, if you know what I mean. Skipping car payments. You know what I mean. <laughs> just, to, just to make it buy. Yeah. I remember I wanted to order Domino's one night and I felt so embarrassed to call and borrow $20 from my dad again. So we ended up eating ramen noodles and grilled cheeses at your house. You remember that? Yep.
1: I used to eat a lot of grilled cheese, but there's she nothing still wrong eats with cheese. I love grilled cheese. There's nothing well, wrong with it. It using... is inexpensive, but I just love grilled cheese, so it didn't bother me.
0: <laughs> well, um, if I had a choice, I would rather eat freaking like at least eggs or something. I don't know. Grilled cheese just doesn't. There's no nutritional value.
1: Sure there is. Bread and cheese. <laughs> no,
0: tomato sandwiches. Man, it was it was real. It was real, real growing up. Anything you want to add into your background story?
1: No, there's not much.
0: I developed anxiety from my call center job. I think it's just something with call center jobs, man. It's just, uh, it was high stress. Developed some anxiety, and uh,
1: well, I mean, to have people talking the way they do to you on a daily basis, for eight days or eight hours straight. Like, yeah,
0: it gets to you. Like, yeah, it gets it to, to your get brain. To
1: you. Absolutely. I
0: think that's why I resulted to um, the Friday and Saturday night party train, man. Just get the alcohol, forget about it. Wake up Sunday, get back on the. The train Monday morning.
1: I would sit home in peace and quiet and just be like, oh, "Thank
0: you." <laughs> You're Doing yoga God. or something.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I like just hated any form of communication after working there because that's what you do is you talk to people all day. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be like, I don't want to talk to anybody. So like, I love talking to people and I love being around people, but that place just made you like. Mm-hmm.
0: Moral of the story: depressed. We both beat our anxiety. Yeah. By through real estate. Yeah. And the money has nothing to do with it. We both literally beat anxiety without being prescribed something for it through our business.
1: Yeah.
0: Because what we do is makes us happy.
1: Lifestyle and what we do. Like our job itself is something we love to do every day on a daily basis. Well,
0: it's a lot better being greeted by smiling faces at closing day rather than put away your bag of Cheetos guy on the phone, (laughs) right?
1: Well, they might say that if they're mad about something, but I would, you know what I mean? It's not. Not yeah. As serious as like that, yeah. People are really mad at you.
0: <laughs> so that's a little background about us. Um, my mom got to be on the podcast. She's probably she's like we just recorded one of our newest vlogs about the award ceremony, and mom was in the vlog, and she was like all excited. She had her makeup all done, it's like she was going to like a a fashion show, and she was <laughs> so excited that she's going to be featured on her son's vlog. I think it was so funny. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Um, so that's a little background. Moral of the story is persevere. Uh, whatever, like literally, I know this sounds like cliche, but the old Michael Jordan thing, like whatever you put your mind to, you can do. It's like there's the reason they say that is because if you want it bad enough and you work hard towards it, and you make those sacrifices. Literally, anything that goes through your mind, you think you can do, you can do.
1: Yeah.
0: Would you argue that? Yeah. What is the other one? I love. Yeah, uh, you miss every shot that you don't take, or whatever.
1: You miss a hundred. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, you miss hundred <laughs> percent. Love of the it. Shots that you don't take, or something.
0: Um, Patriots won the Super Bowl.
1: I have no idea about it because I didn't watch it. Listen, I'm not all up to the only football I will watch is Penn State.
0: Penn State's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, Patriots six times winning the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, how do you hate him? I guess it is what it is. He's right? the best. He's a, he's so good. I'm a Jets fan, guys. I don't I dislike the Patriots, but Tom Brady is ridiculously good at what he does. So, I can't hate him anymore. He's just he's he's good. Um, speaking of the vlog, get connected with us. Um, by the way, connected if you want to see everything that we have going on, it's just connected c o n n e c t e d connected with W-I-T-H-Shawn-S-E-A-N dot com. And you can follow us on all platforms to make sure you're not missing everything. Anything. Um, Stephanie, why don't we talk, why don't we finish this up with a couple quick things? Um, remember how I always preach the give, give, give? Like everybody, like Gary Vaynerchuk says jab, 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 right hook. Yeah. What can you explain what I mean, what I mean by that? If you're talking give, 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 or My version of it is give, 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 and then give again, or silent give. Gary's version of it is jab, 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 right hook. What does he mean by that?
1: Provide so much value to everybody and anybody that they – what?
0: So you're saying the jabs are value. Yeah. Give, give, give.
1: Always give. Always be giving something and some sort of value for free.
0: And never expect anything in return. exactly. And then the right hook is – in his case, um, the followers, because the followers just want to be a part of the brand after the right hook. like You're giving so much value for free. The right hook is the small little sales in the middle. My real estate version of it is give, 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 and then instead of right hook, it's silent, just silence. The whole Community Connect thing that we built is give every... I, I, I want to make it awkward for somebody because I want to give so much to them for free they can they feel awkward if they haven't given me something yet cuz I literally didn't <laughs> ask no seriously I
1: guess, yeah i yeah i know
0: and it's not because I don't I want them to feel awkward because I don't expect anything but it's just so many people just don't understand like wait a minute Sean just came in here produced a $1000 quality video for us and didn't ask me for anything like what it's weird Nobody's doing that so um I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, whether you're in real estate entrepreneur or whatever, just think about it like that. Everybody that you meet in your life, just tr- provide more value than you ever expect to get in return from ev- every relationship that you're in and the gratitude. It just comes around.
1: Gratitude is attitude.
0: Right? Um, last thing is authenticity. Everybody's,
1: <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> Why would you say that so Authenticity. I, authenticity. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Maybe I want to sound like a a college professor. Uh, A lot of people are talking about video now and it's like the best thing to do. Uh, Got it, right? You got to be doing video on social media. But what people are doing is they're doing so much video and it's like scripted. And what I'm saying is to grow your following, to do the things that you want to do, be authentic to you. When you're recording that video or when you're writing that blog, don't try to be like anybody else. Don't try to like copy what someone else is doing. Record that video. If you say shit on air, say shit. Don't like if that's your personality, be you. The best video, the best content, everything everything follows around your authenticity. Don't be authenticity. <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? No. I don't know. But it's true, right? Think about it. If you're producing any kind of content and people meet you in real life and you're a different person, how do you think that person feels as they meet you?
1: Well, yeah, I want it to be like transparent. Like what I see in a video is who I want to see Ooh. when I meet you. Exactly. So I want the same Stephanie to be who I'm listening to. Right. right. Now. I want her to be just like that when I meet her.
0: And anybody listening to this podcast, if you meet us ever, you'll realize that every every piece of content we put out is authentic to us because that's us. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Um I think that's a pretty good for this is a 30 minute podcast this is uh pretty long. Yeah. But it was cool though you know people that maybe haven't met us yet get to know us a little better. I mean that was a way short form of it but Yeah. I thought it was short. I thought it was important to to p- take a peek behind the whole real estate curtain of what we've been doing for a while and
1: behind the scenes
0: figure out where we came from which was ramen noodles and apartments <laughs> like grilled cheese
1: there's nothing wrong with grilled cheese i love
0: grilled cheese i'm just saying on
1: grilled cheese i'm
0: just saying it was an inexpensive item that we had to we had to live off
1: of. well and i liked it and i was okay with it we
0: still like grilled cheeses every day
1: i would eat them every day except the bread i don't really like bread anymore so well it's sad but
0: guys if you're going to vegas check out our highlights do some of the things that we did. It's actually so inexpensive. Many things.
1: You might want to take a but notebook, write them all down, <laughs> plan them all a lot. Out. Yeah, there's so much to do.
0: What's next? I want to travel. I want to go explore a little more. Vegas was fun. We should do like uh, South Beach in Miami and Lame. She doesn't like Miami guys. I don't know why. What about Paris? Yeah. Anyway, we'll <laughs> we'll carry this conversation after the podcast is over. I feel like I'm not delivering any value anymore. So we're signing off, logging off.
1: you are in the red. We got to go.
0: We got to go. See you later. See ya. Listen, guys, it means the world to me that I have your attention and ears throughout this podcast in today's modern day noisy world. I just want to ask you one small favor. You pull out your pointer finger if you already haven't. Leave us a review. Subscribe to the podcast and share this with someone that unfortunately doesn't know that we are here yet. We love you. Take care.